Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Gary, and welcome to the second season of It's Personal. Okay, good. This is going to be really dope, but I don't want any <laughs> Putting yourself out there as practitioners who are growing and learning. Not at all. My name is Kwame Mbalia. I'm an author. I'm Padma Venkatraman, the author of The Bird Home. Sure, yeah. My name is Natasha Diaz. Code switching and all those things. I mean, all of that. All the time. I'm there. Uh, I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> this is amazing. Right. It's so fun. Um, and I said yes, absolutely. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's into like this kind of stuff, and um, like, yeah, I think he would love that. Can you share just like there is a, the last part that we'll talk about where we'll leave that we leave, we'll leave that. But can you just share a little bit about like what is it that you like about him like what is it besides him being cute because i did see the picture <laughs> <laughs> well listen you know oh so many things <sighs> he is such a loving and caring person um he is very introspective he is creative. He loves out loud, which I think is like such a rare thing to find. You know, like he is someone who just exudes confidence and just like he just values care. And I think like when care is at the center of someone's core values, it just like spills out, you know? I feel so safe when I'm with him. I feel like I can be like myself. I can sing if I want to, which he is a phenomenal singer. I can dance if I want to, you know, whatever. Like, I've never, like, this is like one of the first times where I feel like I can just, like, be my complete self, mm -hmm. like, around, like, my lover. And that is just, like, ugh, it's so refreshing. But like, you know, he challenges me, uh, <laughs> you know, he is very um, competent. He, uh, you know, just is a man of many talents and dreams and visions and like being around him, like pushes me and challenges me to be a better person, a better friend, a better teacher, professional, creative. And like, I'm just having the time of my life, like being with him. That's amazing. And I think that's when you say like loves out loud, that is like me and Naren talk about that all the time. Like yeah. if we can continue to love out loud, like who cares who's watching, talk about it, show it. Like that is what we feel as well is like really like love and showing that you like care about someone. Yeah, I agree with you. And then also be able to challenge you in a way that's like respectful and just knowing that like, even though I'm not agreeing with you or I believe that what you're doing is, um, may not be something of like my value, but at the same time, like I'm gonna question you on it. So much of relationship is conflict, you know? Mm -hmm. because I, I agreed, I agreed. And I think that we solve conflict very well. It really is building a very strong foundation for us to be in this for the long haul because, you know, when conflict arises, which it, it it'll, 
it'll just happen because that's just human nature, mm-hmm. you know? You know, we solve it quickly, promptly, <laughs> and we listen. We are always, like, operating through a lens of love. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, like, love and care someone, like, ego is not in the way. Like, those kinds of things that, like, cause for you to be, like, that allows conflict to manifest over time. Like, we just don't really have those issues. And, and so things that, you know, really could have been deal breakers are not deal breakers because, like, each other's care is at the center of our hearts. Yeah, it just goes back to loving out loud, really. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I have a, another quote from you. It's on December 14th. And this is something I think about a lot as well. And this one had 213 likes, a handful of comments. You said, I reached 1 million impressions on Twitter. As a Black male teacher who doesn't have all the right answers, but just a ton of questions and hope for our profession, I'm excited about this milestone. As an educator, you've definitely um, found a space online to feel comfortable and have people surrounded around you um, that not only looks like you, but is going through some of the same things as you. But what does it feel like to be a Black educator online? And then also being in spaces where often there's lots of white people. What does that mean to you? Um, we, the thing about being online is, you know, we talked about this earlier, it can sort of create this like imaginary world if you curate your timeline correctly. Yeah. Um, because in a sense you started, you start to get used to seeing the right, right tweets or seeing things that like just make sense or from your friends and it's like, okay, like I'm, I'm a better person person because of the people that I follow, the people that I like engage with on a daily basis, right? Then like you realize that actually you're just like a small fish in a big pond because every now and again somebody will like something or retweet something or whatever that like lets you know that that the people in our profession still have a lot of work to do. Being a black male teacher online, for me it just kind of it pushes me to want to share the truth about our profession because, you know, being a black male teacher, you're such a unicorn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of us out here. I am just so dedicated to people knowing that, like, being a black male teacher, like, it's not a monolith experience. Um, and we have a wide variety of experiences and that's why I share so much of my life online not just like education but like love life sometimes um like other <laughs> people know that like the humanity of our profession and like even when I share my kids like I'm always so dedicated to sharing like the positive parts of our classroom because there are so many people who just want to like <laughs> continue to criminalize our youth and the schools that they go to and the neighborhoods that they live in, um, the cities that they live in. And like, you know, it really is my duty to really counteract that in Trump's America, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so social media is like a battle of the news. You know what I'm saying? Like you either gonna sit back and watch or you're gonna contribute. And, like, as a Twitter user, like, it is so critical that we contribute the news, that we contribute the good news that is happening in our, um, in our society, in our world, in addition to 
like critiquing the hardships that you know that we face um twitter really changed the game in the 2010s <laughs> you know it really did um and so i have a strong community but i know that there's a lot of work to do but i'm noticing that people respond well to the truth and they respond well to like my full self and my you know full humanity and so i want to continue to do that for our profession and just for people in general mm-hmm. and i think that's exactly it there's a huge difference in each platform the content yes. that is being shared um, and i i know because i know you your thoughts on the other platforms and i've heard it from other people and i totally get it like i think you can easily be influenced that something should be a certain way based on an image or person. You know, here's the thing, like America celebrity culture is like seeping into the education world, which is like so weird to see. And like we all participate in it, you know, in some way, shape or form. It's always been sort of uncomfortable seeing like people predict uh predominantly like people from dominant cultures create entire careers off the backs of children like predominantly like children of color from low income neighborhoods marginalized kids like create entire platforms that have like tens and 20 and 30,000 followers um, and create entire careers off of them only for like personal gain. And that's just me from the outside looking in. And like, you know, us as greater society, seeing small clips of people's classrooms and like, you know, deciding what is or is not good teaching, like that has been like such a weird discussion. And like, you know, who gets influence and why? And like, what does influence mean? like as a like as it pertains to teaching and education like it's just it's just a weird thing to see people grapple with but i do think that like this whole culture has amplified some really incredible people that i would not have known had it been not for social media and retweeting and stuff so that's cool and then like you know obviously like myself right that's the reason why the podcast has um common sense podcast has thrived the way in which it has because of you know people um and social media but i think ultimately the underlining theme is like people want to feel seen they want to feel affirmed and teaching is such a hard profession that like they just like people like seeing other teachers doing great work and doing good things but it's up to us to also share like the realities of what's happening because we know that it's not all all great things we know that students are not perfect we know that uh, we are not perfect as teachers right but we have to be cautious of like what sharing these videos what like what we share online like what kind of image just that portray of us and then of our profession. But it's also interesting too, because like we've been able to like see that, like, wait, people are doing what in classrooms, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, thank God we do have social media because like we have been able to see like the debauchery and the racism and the craziness that we didn't even know was happening. Like mm-hmm. still shocked that people are doing like 
slavery reenactments as a part of a simulation for Black History Month. Social media, it's not, it's uh, so bittersweet, so bittersweet. It is, I agree, I agree. I've, so last two things, all right. Um, in fact, this has been like very refreshing for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nice because like honestly like having it's like you and you and Lamar like I talk to almost every day just like through WhatsApp or just like conversation which but having the like face to face conversation and I like hate talking on the phone like it's like the worst for me but this has been really really nice so I appreciate it. I noticed you're the only WhatsApper who does not send voice memos. Everybody else on WhatsApp he sends voice. Nobody types on WhatsApp. <laughs> Dude, you, you know there's an age difference. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I understand that. But I just I'm just telling you what WhatsApp. <laughs> Alright, let me let me I can I can work with that. Let me work with that. I'll see what I could do. Like one of the uh, last tweets that I found, which I think was like just really nice to see, was on the, the 27th. Oh, okay. Um, do you know what was on the 27th? I don't, honestly. It says Cutie really showed up in quarter four. Oh. And then there's images, which I think again goes back to like what you said originally. Yes, very, very um, beautiful. Both of you, just very, very beautiful together. Um, and then there's images of you guys. Um, I just want to because I don't remember. Um, images previously too so <laughs> power of the iphones man they're <laughs> one of them was taken professionally quote unquote but most of them are two of them are on iphone okay. um just for the folks who obviously cannot see the photos the first one is a just like us um on a red velvet background and we were at a market um so the first photo is of us on a like a red velvet background and we had gone on a really cool date that day um that landed us at a uh, like a at a marketplace of small business vendors and we had just kind of sat on that velvet couch and just talked for like a good hour the second place is very special to me we had a tripod and this camera we had set it up in the uh in like this woodsy area of lexington michigan which is like in the thumb of michigan and that was like our first getaway together at such a special time so that was like really cool and the third one was the night of one of his friend's birthday parties and you know, just truly exudes the love out loud that we discussed earlier. So my purpose of just sharing that was just like to project um, and amplify like black gay love, which just does not give a lot of like media attention. Even like recently, I'm just seeing so many negative comments surrounding like, you know, queer people loving each other. Like, you know, so much of what people see as queer people is just like animalistic and like, like hypersexualized and like just like weird stuff and i'm like no we actually do fall in love the same way that straight people fall in love as well right queer people fall in love in the in very similar fashions i feel like mm -hmm. and like i just want like to put out images that like are positive and that affirm that yeah so i just wanted to share that and it was y'all look good together too i think so too you know <laughs> Compliment each other you do you do why y'all so loud? I'm like doing a podcast in it. My Jesus, who took me on McDonald's? I'm just trying to record and do like I'm doing interviews. Gary, this is my sister, Moya. Hi. 
Hi, sister. <laughs> Why are you going to McDonald's when mom has baked chicken on the stove? Hard as hell. I don't think people understand the love right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so super thankful to have you on. Where can people find you? Where what are your what's your account names? Oh my goodness, President Pat on all the things. People always ask me how did I get that name? And you know, it's because I was being petty in high school. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised? This girl, oh my God, we were a part of this organization and like they were just being so rude. And one of the girls got ousted as president. And so guess what? I raised up as the president and uh, uh, took over the organization and called myself President Pat. And I put that as my Twitter name. So it just kind of stuck. And I love it. Okay. I want to just take this time to shout out Pat for being so vulnerable allowing me to step literally inside of his life and talk personal. Um, I appreciate him so much as a friend, um, as a brother, um, as family. I appreciate you. To everyone else out there, stay kind, stay blessed. Peace. I promise I'll be there.